it too. Ah, ah. Oh, that's a lot. That's a lot of blood. Oh, that's a lot of my blood. Oh, my dear Yeepy. Uh, what have you done? The train has left us. The horses are gone. Detective Swag. Oh. Oh, dear Lord. I see, I see a light. Everything else is so much darker. Is this the end? No. No, it can't be. Hey! Hello! Is anyone there? Help! Ah. Oh. oh, my feet. <laughs> He's feet. <laughs> oh, he feet. Oh, God, but I am so very tired. And this snowdrift looks rather inviting. I just... Ah. I'll lie down for a moment and just rest my eyes. you on the hooks now, eh? Didn't think you'd come back to anything interesting, did you? Well, you're right. So I don't know why you could possibly be back here when I've just told you what the end of a certain episode will be. Now, shoo, I have a court trial to prepare for. I... Oh, you're still here. Why? What could you possibly gain from listening to my most dour and also boring story. I could tell you far more interesting and shorter ones, like the ballad of Derek the Stupid, or the Lady in the Lake of Custard Pud, or even the Terrible Old Man, and other public domain stories by H.P. Lovecraft. No? Very well. Sit down and prepare yourself for a cup of tea. No? How about some rose water? Biscuits? I have those wonderful little strawberry flavored ones, and if you squeeze a spot of lemon onto them, they give you a just hint, hint of the majesty of Brighton Park Gardens. I place that. If you went there, you would not find out about what happens on the next episode of the illogical, preposterous, pointless, absurd, and depressing misadventures of Detective Swag and Dr. Yeatley. Lulled you into a false sense of security with that one, didn't I? I'm good at that. They tell me I'm pretty good at that. <laughs> <laughs> so now, let's go back along this well-trodden path three days prior, before Dr. Yeatley found himself in the middle of a deadly predicament without a prayer of salvation.
I'd say about five feet and ten. Size eight boot with frills on the side and a lovely coat to match. Really, sir? That's quite impressive, being able to tell the height of a man from his boots in the snow. No, no, Yeet. I'm writing down what I want for molting day next year. What was that? Now let's have a look at these, uh... Footprints, sir. Contemporary! Contemporary! That's my word! I wouldn't say you were far off your assumption, sir. By measuring this boot next to mine, I'd say they'd be slightly taller than me at five feet nine inches. Look, sir. Seize that lantern over by the train door and come with me. The tracks lead here, and then down this hill. Oh, yeet. Do let's go back inside that nice warm train. It's very cold out here, you know. Sir, this isn't the time. Look, down the hill, heading towards the light of that small town. Ah, yes. Seems to be a moving black dot with arms and legs. Nothing to cause a fuss about, my dear boy. I see them all the time, prancing on rooftops, playing in my garden bed, floating around in the sky. Whenever I try to focus on them, they seem to always be moving. Curious little pixies. No, sir, that man there is our suspect. And he or she is getting away. Oh, right. After him or her, Yeet. We'll put a stop to these unchivalrous shenanigans. Aye. Oh, but Yeet... He's so far. Honestly, he's managed to get that far away from us. I'm happy just to let him... Really, go. sir? Oh, conductor? Yes? Is there a quicker way down the mountain other than by foot? Well, you can take barrel. Barrels? Yes, barrels. We can get inside them and roll down the hill. No, not barrels. Barrel. Right. Well, I suppose we can both fit. Not what a man, sir. Pardon? Not what a man. This here, this is what a man... Oh. Oh, no. Oh, the detective is not going to like this. Disgusting! Filthy! Absolutely horrid! How dare they! The nerve of my conductor! Oh, calm yourself, sir. We arrived in one piece in spite of who we rode down on. I shall need a hot bath and some malnourished hookers this night, Yeet. Just look at the stench off my trousers. I was as surprised as you were, sir. I think his name is actually Barrel. But how was I supposed to know he was a Cornish farmer? The fuckers. Now, get out of here, you disgusting tenth meek class citizen, you! Thank you for your kind words, sirs. I shall walk back up this hill now. Right on one foot after the other, one, two, three, He is an embarrassment to the great trade of barrels in our country. So, what's the plan, sir? I told you! I'm going to get a warm bath and some malnourished hose. No, I ain't about that limb life. Yes, that'll do. You won't be able to escape my war stories so easily. But what about the person who grabbed that ornate golden star with an upside-down triangle engraved on the front that fell off the tree and into their hands? <sighs> All in good time, my boy. Ah, my dear seven-year-old child. Mind you point me in the direction of the local whorehouse. Excellent! Come, eat. There's a good chap. We have places to eat out at and people to see. Or was that places to see and people to- All right, sir. The tracks are gone now anyway, and I'd wager our quarry has put him or herself up in lodge for the night. It's too yog-sothothing cold to do anything else. Even run. That's the spirit. Here, two coins, my lad. You'll be bedded by a handsome young thing this night, I swear it. Firstly, sir, you've not given me two coins. No two coins? No two coins. You've given me, well, let's see here. Uh, half of a brown waistcoat button, a chain link, and two that look to be molars. Eat, my lad. You've got a lot to learn about paying a lady of the evening. And and secondly, what if I'm, well, already interested in someone else? 
Oh my boy! That is quite funny, quite funny indeed. Oh. But why is it so funny, sir? <laughs> it's, it's obvious, isn't it? You're short, a little pudgy sag. You're hardly the cream of the town. Talk of the crop. Why, it stands to reason any person interested in you would be me. <laughs> well, I, I, I suppose you're right, sir. Oh, that's my lad. Now let's go get a bed. And I can show you a thing or two about wooing a lady of the evening. <laughs> I'm willing to pay. And I'm telling you for the fifth time, this is a nunnery! A nunnery? A nunnery! A nunnery? A nunnery! May God defy your wicked soul in the fiery depths of hell! Uh, are you alright, sir? Should have known. You had far too many teeth to be whores. To be fair, sir, you did start the conversation with, I'd like to smear you in baby powder or snort it off you while listening to the Flight of the Valkyries. Great song. Christians, what kind of a cult are they anyway? Do you imagine a life where they are in power, loving each other without sexual relations, looking after the homeless, and no foreign sacrifices? Ha! I tell you, each, treating every man equal is the first step in a slippery slope. What next? Shall I be giving the coat off of my back? Visiting people in prison? Canceling my subscription services just because someone made fun of my belief? Why would we take such offense if our national religion, the esoteric order of Dagon, were made fun of? Well, possibly, sir. I take offense of that. Eat, and may Dagon strike you down to the depths of darkness for your heinous words. I'll be canceling my subscription to your little storybook now, Eat. Oh no, that's a terrible shame. What big difference that will make to the number of my subscribers. Are you being glib? I wouldn't dare, sir. You are. You're being glib. How dare you eat? That's them, sirs! He said he wanted to baste me in the juices of a rock melon, two onions and a five-day-old baguette, then paint me nude in the style of Vincent van Gogh! Come on, lads, let's tie them up, put toothpicks under their eyelids and convert them for God in our numerous holy subscription services. For the woman's scorn! For the woman's scorn! For the woman's scorn! I think, I think this is it. Is what it, Yeadley? I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, no. Sir, I have something to tell you. Something I wanted to get off my chest before we die here tonight. You remember when I said that I may be interested in somebody? I don't recall that at all, Yeadley. I never pay attention to anything you say. You're well, not making any sense. Well, I... Great Azatoth's tentacly beer! Whoa! Wh where'd they go? A cord had wrapped itself around our waists and shot us up into the air above and into the rooftop kingdom of the lantern-kissed town. As we bounced at the end of the wire, connected to a large mast, I couldn't help but feel like a fish on a hook. Just then, a flourish of fabric, and I found myself caught in the reflection of an entrancing pair of eyes the shade of deep amber staring back into mine from under a hood. There was something special about those golden orbs. I'd seen these eyes before. It's... it's you! Me? No, sir. 
<coughs> Nonsense, Yeet. I'm a man. Not you, 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 her. Oh, I see. I think what you're trying to say, Yeet, is you. Why, hello down there, you pathetic, clammy undersex fools. Where is your god now? Sir! You catfish looking! Swing yourselves over here. Ground hump rumpling! Will you help me, sir? Almost there. Lovey, dovey! Got you. Sir! Twits! There, Yeet. What do I tell you? It'll all work out in the end. Contemporary. Contemporary. Frenchman! Street minstrel! Miss? <sighs> We must extend to you our deepest thanks. Thank me when we're safe. Oh, but we are safe, silly willies. I want to stay and jeer at them some more. Well, that's it, folks. I wouldn't dream of chasing them down. Unless, of course, they were to make us incredibly cross by mocking and jeering at us from high on those rooftops. Angry mob! Look at you down there, looking all small and wrong. Wrongy, wrong, wrong, wrong. Why? It reminds me of that time in the war. We were atop these great walls, doing at all these little folk down below, throwing rocks at the destitute and the poor, just like I'm doing now. Will he ever reach the end of his story, or can we leave him here? Please, sir, we must go. Hold on, Yeet. If my memory serves me correctly, they managed to find a ladder and- Oi, lads, a ladder. <laughs> Let's go get those havens! Yes, that's it. That's exactly what happened. Time to go. The woman guided us over the streets of the town we would come to know as Bleakersfield, an ancient Christian town filled with the scariest, angriest, most touchy people imaginable. Leaping over alleyways, jumping through windows, all the while I could not take my eyes off of our hooded rescuer. Her grace, her balance, her, um... <coughs> everything else, we leapt through a three-story window, losing our pursuers completely. As our persecutors evaporated into the freezing cold night, our saviour removed her hood. Smooth red hair flowed out and down the small of her back. Her sharp eyes cut through me, as if I were jelly wrapped in butter and deep-fried inside of a particularly moist sponge cake. I thought the plan was to stay on the train. Yes, well, things took a turn, I'm afraid. Somebody stole it. The star on top of the tree? I knew it was a clue. Excuse me. Yes, and he ran here. That's why the train stopped suddenly. I know, I saw. I was watching from our, my cabin. Our cabin? Yeet, what is she going on about? Who is she? And now he or she is somewhere in this town. The facts are these. It's far too cold to travel on foot, especially tonight. So you think he'll try moving tomorrow? How is he going to hide the star? And why does he have it? What does it mean? Do you have some place to rest? This is my uncle's house. Excellent. Early in the morning, we need to canvas the station and the stables near the main gate. Make sure nobody slips out at daybreak. Good thing- James Margaret Yeatley! What the bloody hell is going on here? Oh, I'm sorry, sir. I forgot you were here. This is Ashley Madison. She was the woman I found inside of our apartment in the pilot. Ah, yes, of course. Bonjour. Do you speak French, Swag? I overheard you had a problem with a French man when you boarded. I was under the impression that you couldn't understand them. Ah, j'ai un problème de cool. I believe that will give you the answer to your question. Sir, you just said I have a butt problem in French. I know what I said! We, uh, we met again on the train and we came to an arrangement. Yeatley, I'm surprised and shocked. Are you telling me that you've been together this whole time? Well, I've certainly seen better bedfellows. And who's scratching whose back, eh? What are you getting out of all this, madam? Me? Oh, I get to spend time with the magnificent and wonderful Dr. Yeatley. Well, 
I'm hardly magnificent. No, stop. You're being modest. <laughs> well, I'm not. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to bed. Yeet, you and I. Remember that. You and I will canvass the stables and the train station. Understand. And you, whoever you are, you can tag along, but stay at a distance. We professionals don't need any civilians getting in our way. But, sir... It's all right, Yeet. I can work with that. Damn well better. <sighs> all right, well, good night. Night. Oh, uh, well, good night. <laughs> good, good night. If you keep doing that, the entire town will hear your ridiculous little tantrum. <laughs> Good night, Yeet. Good night, Harlot. Don't let the bed bugs bite, Bedpig. Happy napping. Draw pillow. Pleasant dreams. Window sill. Go to sleep. Okay. Hello? Hello? You who? Yeet? Yeetly? Whore? Whore of the underworld? This isn't funny. I'm not in the mood to play any games. Ah, a scrap of paper at the back of the door. Dear Swag, gone clue fishing. That little harlot. And that damn Miss Madison. Very well. I'll do some snooping of my own. Ooh, pink underwear. Interesting. What are you doing? Ah, look at this. A broken watch. I'll steal that. Is this what it's like to be you every day? Oh, you have your ass grabbed by every Tom, Dick and Harry that you pass in the streets too, do you? Uh, no, I, I meant, uh, well, I meant the view from up here is, it's breathtaking. All the little people below going about their lives. It's uh, beautiful. The view, that is, not, not, I mean, uh, I know what you mean, Doc. And yeah, it's nice up here. I, I do feel horrible about leaving Swag behind. Don't worry about him. He seemed well put off last night. Perhaps some extended hours of rest might do him some good. I suppose you're right. Well, best be on the lookout then. Here, I've brought some binoculars. Ah, thank you. You check the stables, I'll view the station. All right. Look over there. Isn't that the train we were on? Yes, <laughs> it does seem to bear familiarity. Well, do you see anything suspicious? There's a French man. Looks like he's singing at someone. How odd. And a street minstrel who seems to be looking for somebody. Oh, I think I found something. What is it? Over there, between the lampposts and the right of the stable. It looks to be a hansom. Being loaded up with something. But what? I don't know. I can't make it out. I... Oh, 
Oh dear. Oh, we've been holding these binoculars backwards. Ah, uh, silly. Let's just turn these around and... Oh, blast! They've already loaded up. Well, hold on. Look. They're just leaving it there. We should go and see what it is. We shall wake the good detective before we embark. Just in case. I would feel very terrible, very terrible indeed, if my dear Swag were left here by himself. Oh, James. You were such a bleeding heart. What's the matter? Nobody's ever called me James before. Your precious detective along, but we must be quick. Who knows how long that handsome will stay good? Oh no, Eaton's. Of course I don't mind. Yeet! You betrayed me for the last time! No, no, that's all wrong. No. Yeet! I am your father! No! No, no, no. That's awfully trite, isn't it? Hello, Yeet! Where have you two been? Well, sir, we've been scoping out the stables and the train station. No, you haven't! You've been gallivanting around with this foolsy of a town guide, haven't you? Haven't you? Sir, that's not fair at all! Fair? Fair. Do not talk to me about fair, boy. I've given you a roof over my head, and this is how you repay me on the day of my daughter's wedding? How dare you? Wow. James has been ever so kind to you, allowing you to sleep in when you need it most, and this is how you treat him. James? What is James? I am, sir. Nonsense, Yeatley. You're Yeatley. Contrary to the madness that exists inside that tiny little brain of yours, he actually likes being called by his first name. That does it! I have a mind to knock your knees, you insolent good-for-nothing woman! Are you going to say anything, James? Listen, Ashley, I... I can't. Listen, you mean a lot to me, but... Obviously. You know, I thought we could be really great partners. Heroes that one might write grand stories about. But I guess we were all wrong about a lot of things. Right, Yeatley? Now, Yeet and I have found ourselves a mighty big clue. I'm going to investigate. You're welcome to join me if you wish, but I warn you now. Stay out of my way, both of you. Very well, Yeet. Get my coat. Don't get his coat, James. He can get it himself. Well, never. Of all the rotten, nasty That's how I wound up here. We were lucky my cousin was in town, or I don't know where we would have gone last night. Huh. Fascinating. Fascinating. One thing I wanted to ask. Your voice. It's changed quite a lot since we first met. Oh, you didn't know? The whole country was hit with a mysterious illness that made them sound like men. Oh, I see. Uh, good morning. Morning. Of course, not everyone is entirely cured of it yet. Here we are. That's the handsome there. And the driver looks to be preparing the horses. Well, we got here in the nick of time. No time to lose. Let's hop in the oddly oversized trunk and follow them. Not so fast, you deceiving Danielle. I have it on good authority that we did not stay at your cousin's house last night. But in fact, an acquaintance that you've been seeing for some time now. I'm not sure how this is relevant. Oh, it is. Oh, it really, really is. 
actually is. For you see, I have a letter from a man called Damien, requesting you home immediately. He waxes most lasciviously about a love that cannot be quenched, and about a life you two shall lead in the countryside. Aha, see yeet? Your mistress is nothing more than a mistress. But to someone else. James, it isn't like that. I can't explain it right now, but you'll have to trust me. Embarking on this handsome right now is the evidence you need, that we need. Please, we don't have time for this. Yeetly, stand beside me. There. That's a good lad. Be gone, you evil she-witch! All witches are she, sir. And never come back! James? Ha! He isn't going with you. How absurd! Look! Look at this foolish woman, Yeet. Yeet? Yeet, my boy. What are you doing? I'm sorry, sir. But like you said, this case must need solving. You can come if you wish, but I'm going with or without you. Sir, I... Come on, James. It's leaving. Very well, Yeet. Very well. Be gone with you. I never want to see your silky smooth face, nor hear your joyful chuckle again. We ran alongside the hansom as it picked up speed, heading for the gate. Leaping into the back, I was saved from being dragged under the large back wheels by the strong, muscular, weirdly ripped arms of Ashley Madison. As we settled into the trunk for what we assumed would be a long journey, a thousand thoughts raced through my mind. Who were these people? What was their obsession with this upside-down triangle engraved on things that fell out of places and into their hands? All right, Yeet. Time to wrap it up. Yes, well, I was just getting to that. <clears throat> and so now I must say farewell. Until my next letter. Yours sincerely, James Margaret Yeatley. Who are you writing to, Yeet? My stockbroker. Well, there you have it. My dear listeners, we have come to the end of another chapter of Detective Swag and Dr. Yeatley. Will Swag and Yeet ever see each other again? Will the beautifully tempting Ashley Madison introduce Yeet to the tantric art of going to the local grocery shop at 8pm in their pyjamas? Mayhaps. of the illogical, preposterous, pointless, and absurd misadventures. Thank you for tuning in to the illogical, preposterous, pointless, absurd, and depressing misadventures of Detective Swag and Dr. Yeatley. I'd like to thank Scotty Bryan for stepping in again. Uh, I'd like to also thank newcomer Tish Bryan for playing Ashley Madison. And as always, our mystery Frenchman shall remain a mystery. I'd also like to thank Kevin McLeod for his free music on YouTube. It's rockin' stuff. Uh, and of course, myself, who basically just puts everything like this together. Um, if you guys would like to donate, we can't let you do that. It's entirely and absolutely 100% free, and that's the way we like it. If you want to donate your services, however, we'd love to hear from you. Just jump on the old email and send us a message at wemoviesfeedback at gmail.com or slide into those DMs on Insta or Facebook. We hope you guys enjoyed the show and here's to enjoying many, many more.